The Ambitious Mum Podcast. Different women, different lives, different ambitions. I'm Kate Moore Youssef, and every week I'll be having honest conversations about ambition. But I wasn't fully prepared to step into who I truly was. And it got to a point where I thought, I need to come out of the spiritual closet fully. Motherhood and everything in between. It was actually after the birth of my second child that it became very clear to me that I wasn't happy. We'll explore how their ambitions and careers have evolved while being a parent. And I'll be digging deep, acknowledging the taboos, the sacrifices and the sheer grit and perseverance working mums don't talk about. The most important thing is you take responsibility for your life and your abundance and your stories. Step into the power you have to create anything, anything that you want in the world. Before we get started with the podcast, I just wanted to let you know about a fantastic new website that I've come across called lowcostglasses.co.uk. And I wanted to tell you about them because unfortunately now we're back in lockdown and getting out and about, getting to the opticians, like not even sure if they're, they're going to be open again, um, is, is difficult. And so if you're in need of a very stylish, very cool pair of prescription glasses, I would highly recommend you go to lowcostglasses.co.uk. There's so much choice, amazing designer brands. You can literally get a pair of glasses from about £15. So many frames, I couldn't, I was so difficult to make a decision, but the service was phenomenal. You could literally just order, try on. It's like a virtual trying on situation on the website. It's really cool. And within a day, a day and a half, they can arrive. So if you are in need of a fantastic pair of new prescription glasses, I would highly recommend checking out lowcostglasses.co.uk. And I know that they've got some great deals out, especially now for for lockdown and um, Black Friday, I think. So I hope that helps. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Ambitious Mum podcast. You may have noticed that we didn't have a podcast last week. I was on half term with my kids and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to give myself a week off. Um, You may or may not have noticed, but here I am back and we've got a fantastic guest this week. I just wanted to touch on the fact that, yeah, today's Thursday. We all know what Thursday means, that we are back in lockdown. And I just wanted to check in and see how everyone is. It's not an easy time for any of us. And I know that with winter coming, Christmas looming, and just the fact that we're going through this all over again does not make it easy at all. So I'm sending love I'm trying to put as much free content, lots of tips and advice. I'm going to be doing lots of videos on my Instagram and my Facebook. So if you just head to Coaching by Kate on both Facebook and Instagram, hopefully you can get start seeing some of the free resources I'm going to be putting up there. But I'm going to be doing lots of videos. I'm going to be showing people how to do tapping and breathing. Basically, any resources and ways that we can get through this as calmly and as resiliently as as we can. But I am sending love and praying that we get to keep our schools open. And um, yeah, I mean, I've just had a week of homeschooling because my kids' school had to close for a week as a bit of a circuit breaker. So just this one week of being back in homeschooling really brought it all back to me. Um, I've been juggling a lot and it's not been, um, it's been, it's been okay, but it's not been the easiest. So... 
that's that. The time of recording, which is Wednesday night, I like to keep things very close to the tooth. And we still don't know who the American president is. I'm sure you will know by the time you listen to this today. So I know a lot of, a lot of people, myself included, have been um, thinking about this a lot and really tracking it. And I just hope that whoever gets chosen, it um, takes the world to a better place and leads us. And I hope that we come out of this and scathe stronger, happier, in a better place than, than we did when we started. So sending lots of love. And today's guest. Wow. So you'll see that I will actually have, I'll do a little bit of an intro when I speak to her. But I just wanted to let you know about Caroline. Caroline Britton is an intuitive and transformation coach. She is phenomenal. She is one of the nicest, most down to earth, sweetest, funniest people that you'll ever meet. And um, I have to say, I'm proud to call her a friend. We've, I've done quite a lot of work with her as well. But what is fantastic about Caroline is that she's really, really special. She's a healer. She can tap right into what's going on deep within your soul, stuff that you've probably not even acknowledged, accepted, stuff that probably has been there for a very long time and she manages to get that out of you, face it, honour it and step into your power. And that is what we're going to be talking about on this podcast, that we all have this innate power within us but many of us choose not to use it. Many of us are scared of what we could possibly bring to the world. And Caroline is urging us, it's almost like a call to action, that we are now in this place in in this world that we all have to step into our power, that there's a massive collective consciousness out there that means that if we can all take responsibility for being the best person that we can, helping other people be better people, then it's all going to be for the, the the good of the world. So we talk about this in the podcast. We talk about lots of things um, about finding our energies and balancing the masculine and the feminine energies. And I will explain more in this episode, but this isn't about, you know, being more feminine it's sort of physically or masculine physically. This is really I guess, stepping away from patriarchy and stepping away from the matriarchy and trying to come together um, in balance and, and, and blending the two, the two energies together and really acknowledging about what our conditioning is and almost unlearning certain things. So it's a really fascinating conversation. I loved it. We filmed it and we actually recorded it way back I think it was in the summer I seem to remember the sun shining and we weren't in lockdown we were able to meet in person so I reckon this was sort of June July time we recorded it but I don't think any of you know what we talked about is not relevant for right now so I really hope that you get a lot out of it but what I want to tell you about is that Caroline is offering a free event online event next week between the days of the 9th and the 11th of November and her free videos and material are fantastic. She charges a lot of money for her amazing skills as a coach and a healer. So if you are able to tap into any of her free sessions, I would highly, highly recommend it. If you go to her website, everything is going to be on the show notes. But if you head to her website, which is carolinebrittoncoaching.co.uk, you'll be able to find all the information about the three-day free 
event that she's putting on. Um, it's all about manifesting. So I highly recommend that you log on and listen to what Caroline's got to say. So here is my episode chatting to Caroline Britton. I really hope you enjoy it. So I normally do the intro separately, but I've got someone very special with me today and I feel like I need to give the intro in person because Caroline Britton is an amazing, amazing person. I'm proud to consider her a friend and she has been instrumental in helping me, I guess, find myself again. And um, we've stayed in touch constantly and I'm about to do another course with her because I can't stop learning with her because I just love it. So Caroline is an intuitive coach and healer. We live around the corner from each other, but actually Caroline helps people all around the UK, all around the world. And she is one of the most phenomenal people I've ever met. Her gifts are just mind blowing. If you go on her social media, you'll see hundreds of testimonials of everyone saying the same thing. So she's a very special guest. Caroline, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kay. We've been trying to do this for so long, haven't we? We have, we have. And the feelings are all mutual as well. Oh, well, you know, to kind of give a little bit of um, perspective to our friendship is I came to Caroline about two and a half years ago mm-hmm. and I was feeling... Uh, lost I needed clarity I didn't know where to start again I wanted a a new career and I just didn't know where where to begin and we met fortuitously I mean if you want to call it serendipitously (laughs) um, our paths crossed you someone introduced someone I'm not even that friendly with introduced us and then we we took it from there and she gave me back the confidence and the self-belief that I guess was always within me but I didn't know how to find and I know that she's done this with a lot of other people and her gifts I would say in front of me have developed Mm -hmm. the way you work Mm -hmm. and you didn't used to call yourself an intuitive coach did you? No I think it was I think it's that classic thing I came out of the corporate world after about 14 years and I think naturally it's just not something you do you don't sort of own the I guess the witchy talent so I very much started off as a business and mindset coach and I guess the irony of it is that everybody knew that I was using my sort of intuitive witchy ways to feel into energy to channel whatever needed to come through but I wasn't fully prepared to step into who I truly was and and then I think that just developed over time and then it got to a point where I thought I need to come out of the spiritual closet fully, I guess. And I remember writing this post on Instagram saying that I have these gifts and I I, I wrote it and then I walked out of the room and then I ran back to delete it. You know what I just, and, and now I know whenever we get ourselves in those positions, it's usually as we're expanding. So it's one of the best things that you can feel. Um, but anyway, I came back and I was just flooded by the most incredible response from people saying, oh, we've always known you're this way. And my mum and dad called and said, oh, we've always known it. it's in the family. And so it went on. And that was a real turning point for me. And everything just took off even more than in all areas my connection um my business um my bank balance my energy um even I think the way that I look I think there's just a a softening and a connection so it was one of the best things um I ever did so taking a few step backs from that Mm -hmm. um you came from the corporate world yes and I know that you really struggled with this kind of transition yeah and that's what you help a lot of other people go through now yes where were you then 
and what <sighs> tipped you over that edge that you needed to get to work and, and be an entrepreneur for yourself? So I think like a lot of people, I did the traditional route where I um, was pretty academic. I did A-levels, I went on to do a history degree and then I did a bit of travelling and I went into the corporate world. And I think it was fine for my 20s when you're, um, you know, you've got your carefree abandonment and you're um, enjoying yourself and going out and partying. And then it was actually after the birth of my second child that it became very clear to me that I wasn't I wasn't happy. And actually, on paper, I worked for a brilliant, um, a big global consultancy in London, had a lovely boss, had a lovely team, I had summer holidays off. I got to work remotely because I moved from London um, to Manchester but you know when you just get that feeling, it's like there was this niggle that I was just not living a full life. And it's just something I ignored. And then actually I started feeling more and more disconnected, more and more frenetic, working harder and harder, um, finding it difficult to switch off. And things just started crumbling. And now I look back, I realise it was the universe giving me a massive elbow out of there. But pay rises being blocked, um, just feeling really run down and then I had some MRI scans and I was starting to feel really poorly and then eventually I got shingles and I was signed off from work and I think I went out of control and trying to make my life look the way I thought it should with Mm -hmm. get one more promotion tick one more box and I just fully went into surrender um and when I did all these things started unfolding and I started picking up like these self-development books. I'd always worked in that arena anyway, but I started really immersing myself in the mind and emotions and energy and I just couldn't get enough of it. And then it's like everything just started just happening for me, just opportunities to speak at workshops. Um, Then people wanted to be coached after they heard me speaking. So I did a coaching qualification. Clients just coming out of, everywhere um being asked for a big magazine to write an article and that getting published in this huge boom and it's like all these doors started opening to me as soon as I went into that surrender and trust um so yeah that was the beginning of my journey if you're enjoying this podcast I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review or a rating to help us reach even more ambitious mums and get the content out there thanks so much sure a lot of people listening will find that very relatable Mm. um but they might not be brave enough to do what you did Mm -hmm. and I can almost see quite a few people that I know that just live in that life that perpetual life of dissatisfaction not being fulfilled being just sort of chronically not feeling 100% but they think that's what life should be yeah what would you say to somebody that's listening to this going yeah that's me that's me but what where am I meant to go what am I meant to do yeah I mean they don't know any different because they've seen it through the generations of their family and their friends are all doing it we can we condition that way aren't we easier to stay there because at least it's comfortable we know it yeah we don't know what it could look like yeah and there's a guilt there I think is like you should we should be happy with what we have I mean what I would say is first of all there's not going to be an absence of fear to make the change. It's not about waiting until you feel it's the perfect time or there's no fear. You're always going to have fear as you make those changes. But I think one of the most important things to do is I was so caught up in all the reasons I couldn't do it. Like, how would I pay my half of the bills? Um, 
I've worked so hard for this career. What would people think? Mm. Who would I be without it? Um, There was so much that went through my head, all these fears around money and it not working out. And then ultimately, it comes down to whether you're going to buy into the fear-based stories or you're going to buy into the love-based stories, which is what if it doesn't go wrong? What if it goes right? What if I get to be abundantly rewarded with whatever I want to do? And it's about challenging yourself. We are a product of our stories and our perception. Mm -hmm. And the way to make the changes is you have to deconstruct the stories and you have to deconstruct the conditioning. And when I look at the person that I was in the corporate world, I have a very different belief system now. I think and speak and operate entirely differently. And that did not happen overnight. That was every single day consciously leaning towards trust and guidance and flow. And it's not easy, um, but it's so rewarding. But it always, always has to start with the internal work. It's not about getting the validation from your mates or your family. Of course, speak to them about it. But it's about looking at yourself and saying... What stories am I telling myself about who I am that are stopping me being able to move forwards with that? And that's always where I would start. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much. I think when you said it's I in my head, I was thinking about unlearning because I think we spend so much of our time learning these beliefs that aren't really serving us, and then getting to that point, which is what you've done, I'm doing, and you're unlearning everything. And that's exhausting and it's time-consuming. And you kind of wish we should be learning from a very young age, like our kids should be learning now what what will be making them happy, what what they should be prioritising in life. And like you say, it's sort of, it's conditioning from society, the way our families are. Um, And I know you talk a lot about sort of the patriarchy and and stepping into feminine power. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because, you know, I'm, I wouldn't call myself like a feminist, but I'm very much about empowering women. But when you sort of about, sort of talk about patriarchy, I kind of, think yeah. a little bit sounds a bit fundamental yeah it does and how do we how do we learn about um stepping into that feminine power without feeling like we've got to be like some militant feminists well the first thing is the patriarchy is not about men the patriarchy is a construct about the way that we live our life and it's a manipulation of the masculine energies so actually whether we're male or female we're supposed to have masculine and feminine energy 50 50 mm-hmm. masculine energy um, being the energy that moves us forwards that's resilient that's protective that does um that um that leads And then we've got the feminine energy, which is about intuition, um, flow, surrender, creativity, being, connecting in. What happens in the patriarchy is that we are taught to predominantly rely on the masculine, but not the masculine as it should be, the manipulation of the masculine. And actually, what I encourage people to do is that we use our divine feminine to lead the way. So where am I intuitively being guided? What do I feel connected to? How can I be? How can I connect to my soul? And then we use the divine masculine to push it forward. So how do I turn that into something tangible to move it forwards? How can I lead with this? And so 
I think that's an important thing to state as well. It's not about men or women. It's about both of us needing this, no matter whether mm-hmm. what, what gender we are. Um, in terms of the conditioning element, I think um, whether we're male or female, we're in a society that conditions the doing, the working harder, the hustle. It's mm-hmm. like you get this by sacrificing this. And it's a construct. It's, it's a lie. It's just not true. And I think for me, it's coming away from um, it being about women standing in their power, even though I'm an absolute advocate for that. It's about all of us standing in our power, no, no matter whether that's us in our vulnerability or in our strength. You know, there's all of these elements that we can tap into. But the most fundamental thing that we can do is to see beyond the way that we've been conditioned to operate and think and start thinking for ourselves, responding for ourselves, connecting to something other than the cerebral, coming into the intuition, because that is such a gift for anybody. Um, And we're born with it innately. Look at our children. You know, they're feeling sentient, intuitive beings. Mm. So are all of we. But we need to start honouring that that's as important. Do you think we're at a crossroads now in in the, where our society is, where we are in you know in twenty twenty, especially with what's happened this year, where we're almost on the cusp of understanding that hundreds of years, you know, the way it's been, like women should be there, men should be doing this, and now you know our generation, you know, we both turned forty, that we've been told at school you can go to university, you can have a career have children do it all and then actually we've kind of got to this point now where we are at this burnout kind of generation and we are looking for something bigger than us yeah and going back to that kind of wanting to step into that feminine power and also for men we're seeing men working from home more wanting to be more hands-on with their children they're also stepping out of their conditioning yeah where, where do you think it's going to go? Where do you think... Well, I'm going to give you a spiritual answer to this. Of course I am. I, so we, we've come out of the Piscean Age, which is the age of the patriarchy for the last 2,000 years. Um, and we've come into the Aquarius Age. And um, we're fully in that now. And the Aquarius Age is all about the unity. When did that start, the Aquarius so this, Age? Well, there's varying... Some people say about 50 years ago. Some people say about 20 years ago. Some people say it was 2012. There's, there's wow. differing things. Um, a brilliant book, actually, is Goddess Wisdom by Tanishka, of people looking for something to read more about it. But we've come into the age of Aquarius, Aquarius which is about the unity of self. It's about the joining of the masculine and the feminine because we've had a matriarchy before the patriarchy and that didn't work. We've had the patriarchy, that didn't work. We're destroying ourselves and the planet and everything. This is about the unity of self. So for me, we are fully coming into a time where we're awakening, where we are starting to honour the intuitive, where we're starting to value both the masculine, the feminine, the being and doing. That's what it's about at the moment. And if we're going to take anything from what's happened recently, it's about the ability to reprioritise, to slow down, to Mm -hmm. surrender, to be, um, to have balance. Um, It's promoting that unity in many, many ways for people. And it's a very, very exciting time. But as with any time of great awakening, there's always the kind of rocky, Mm. rocky period that we're in now as we start to release some of the denser, 
heavier energies that have been on this planet and we come into the light and the awakening so for anybody who's listening to this one of the most important things that we can do is to take personal responsibility for our energetic state heal yourself work on yourself forgive release the denser energies of things like anger bitterness resentment jealousy um criticism limiting beliefs do that work because by doing that work you might just feel like one person but you are contributing to the collective consciousness Mm -hmm. as you heal and as you change your energetic state we're all connected the whole of the frequency of the planet changes so never has there been a more important time for us to be holding the frequencies of love and compassion to others and ourselves that's amazing because when you were saying that and i was thinking that we we're in that position now where we can all take that personal responsibility and one of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I want to help inspire enthuse just give even if it's a nugget of wisdom from one of my guests especially you that they can take this away and go actually I'm not you know I I have got control I have got choice and I think that's what we are, we should be doing. There's a phrase, um, I'm Jewish, and they have something called tikkun olam. So that's in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And that means the healing of the world. And that has been part of the Jewish religion for however long. And when you say the collective consciousness, this tikkun olam is, you know, we all have this responsibility, whether that is giving to charity, um, doing a good deed, being kind however you want to look at something very small we all have that greater responsibility and I feel that sometimes we can feel quite helpless we've got busy lives we've got kids we've got so much going on but if we just take a little step back and sometimes just breathe and think about how we can and I think sometimes we think we've got to do something huge just like grand kind of gesture we've got to you know go and, and and like work for a charity but it's okay to make money isn't it absolutely it's okay to it to, is. To, to want to be ambitious and, and abundant and, and more good pe- the money needs to be in the hands of more and more good people you know when you are more abundant there's more you can give there's more that you can do but coming back to your other point and i i love that is i think We can sit there and feel quite helpless and what difference do I make? Every difference. And if you think about something like going out in the morning and somebody beeps you and swerves at you and scowls at you or is rude to you and then that puts you in a bad mood and then you go home and you're in a bad mood to your Mm -hmm. children and then you go... And it's like this domino effect that goes on. Often by some small thing that somebody does to us, some small energetic, denser energy that we kind of take on as our own. But if everybody's to take responsibility, and it doesn't mean being perfect, but if everybody's to take responsibility for what they're triggered by, how they behave, the small acts of kindness and compassion mm-hmm. and grace, smiling at somebody, letting somebody in front of them in a queue, doing that small gift. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story now because this has just come to mind. Um, we had a guy come into work, uh, two guys come into work. And one of them had been in London and had seen a man about to jump off the bridge. And all these commuters were rushing past and didn't notice. But he did that day. And he went over um, to him and put his arm around him and said, come on, mate, it'll get better. And talked him over. And this guy has got better and they've become really good friends. And they've gone and done talks around um, companies and they've been in the paper and... And it was really interesting to me. It got me thinking, 
that small act of being aware mm -hmm, and having kindness and compassion had that monumental effect on somebody else's lives. And what if he'd woken up that morning and he'd been staring at his feet mm. or been annoyed about the fact he couldn't get on the tube? This is the thing, never underestimate the power that we all have. And that's what I'm, on, I'm almost um, obsessive about is that I want people to realise the impact they can have when they do that inner work, mm. when they look at themselves, because then every day you're turning up in a different energetic state for the world and the world needs it. I think what you do brilliantly, and you've definitely done with me, and I know you've done with a lot of other clients, is you empower us to step into our own power. You want us. It, you, you're, the reason why you're such an incredible coach is because you're not worried about competition. Mm -hmm. You'll be building up other people who are sort of coaching or doing whatever, but you encourage us all to step into what we're meant to be doing. Yeah. And that is what's so... Um, it's so incredible um, to work with you because we don't, we're not conditioned to think like that. Mm. We are conditioned to keep ourselves small. Yeah. And if we all recognised, I guess, the power that we've got and that awareness bringing it of like what you say, if you can smile at somebody, you can make someone's day better, that ripple effect that goes on. How great is that to know that we have that level of impact on somebody yeah. and, and a situation i mean we have enormous power we have an enormous power with the thoughts that we choose to entertain the words that we choose to speak the vibration we choose to hold what we do and do not choose to focus on to create anything to create absolutely anything that we want um, and when you combine that with a belief, an abundant mindset that there's more than enough to go around of opportunities, mm. of money, of magic, this is where um, life just starts happening with you. And I think that's really, really important. So many of us are caught up in the lack. If she or he has this, it takes away from me. If I want more, it's taking away from somebody else. You know, inherently, we're all good people who want to do good, but actually... The most important thing is you take responsibility for your life and your abundance and your stories. Step into the power you have to create anything, anything that you want in the world. And if we can get more and more people doing that, I just think that would just be the most incredible thing to happen for humanity. If someone's listening to this now and they're thinking, I want to work with Caroline, mm -hmm. and I mean, how, how are you working with people now? How are you getting the, the greatest impact that you can to fulfil the mission that you, you say that you're on? I mean, there's all different ways. I'm doing um, lots of different programmes, so I have things at all different price points. So I've got things like Soul School, which is at a much lower price point, very, very good for healing, working through the chakras, very, very much a deep dive into your soul and your psyche and your energetic frequency up into some of the bigger programs which you've done which are things around um getting a business off the ground or then once you do have a business how you do it on spiritual principles how you can be guided by connection to source and soul and then use the strategy up into the really high end which is like the inner circle which is the one-to-one -one access so there is loads but there's also loads of free stuff you don't this is the great thing about 
Uh, I think the industry, whether it's coaching or light workers, is we give a lot for free. And actually, you could spend your days going and downloading freebies mm-hmm. and you could look at um, amazing exercises or talks or podcasts or articles that people write to start inspiring you. Um, you don't have to get the help only when you pay for it. I mean, I'm a big advocate of paying for it because I think you're stepping into your power of doing it. But actually, I'd encourage anybody who wants to explore whether it's a spiritual connection or the inner work, find somebody who resonates with you or a few people that resonate with you. And I bet they've got the most amazing material that they've written, that they're speaking, Mm. that they're sharing, um, that you can start really, really sinking your teeth in to get you going. I think you're so right. I mean, I've spent hours on YouTube watching talks yeah. um, by amazing people that, you know, like you would pay hundreds of pounds for, you know, to go and sit in a conference with them years ago. And they're still saying the same amazing things yes. now. Yes. So definitely, you know, I think we were a bit, especially if we're a bit cynical, I think we, you know, we, we don't like to step into that kind of self-development work world. But I think the amount of books that are available and people who are online and like you say that the freebies but also to work with somebody like yourself is life-changing and um, I would highly recommend just going on Caroline's website and just seeing what what she um, does because I think even if you're not a spiritual person she will bring that out of you <laughs> and you know I reckon you've probably had a few people uh-huh. cross your threshold oh yeah I've got converted. Loads, loads you know I've, I work with all sorts of people I work with sports professionals I work with lots of men women I work with CEOs I work I will adapt it for whoever walks in I think that's the thing I like to think that as well as having this gift I'm very normal and down to earth and you know I I sort of always have a bit of a joke about it in fact we were on it (laughs) I was on the school run this morning with my husband Matt and our two children and I stopped and I was thinking about something maybe we want to get for dinner and Matt looked at me and he said are you having another one of those spiritual downloads (laughs) and we sort of he's constantly taking the mickey out of me about it and but you know it's it doesn't have to be scary. It can be um, it can be whatever you want it to be. Mm. There's no right or wrong way of doing this. But just come... Even if your version of spirituality is connecting to your gut a bit more, yeah. that does it for me. Anything. I, th- I think we are... So many of us block it. We're scared of it. We're nervous about what's what's going to come out. Yeah. But I know from experience that when you you've always told me something insightful, and I always know when it's the right thing because I get the goosebumps or I start crying, <laughs> which inevitably <laughs> happens most sessions. And and I think that's when you know, and, and we're not used to that. We're so used to putting a, a facade up yeah. and not leaning into into to that. And you know, very often I'll with my EFT coaching. Very often I will have a client and they'll come up and they're very sort of blocked yeah. and within 10 minutes they're crying. Yes. And they, they say, well, I wasn't expecting that. But we, we hold everything in and to release it almost seems like admitting weakness. Yeah. Actually, we need to be releasing as we go along, surely. Yeah. Like, we do. And that's, but that's your wonderful healer energy that we talked about <laughs> earlier. You know, it's, an, it's a natural gift that you have to unlock that. That's, that's not always a normal thing for somebody to respond with such power. That's a, that's a gift. That's a healing energy. And that's, um, that's the really interesting thing is that we've been conditioned so much to rely on the cerebral but that's only getting us so far now, isn't it? And actually, there's so much more. There's so many other layers that you can work through. 
And sometimes it's about surrendering it to your body is very, very clever. Your physiology knows mm. um, it will show you what hurts. And it means something, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it's always got something that you can connect it to. So I think I said this to you earlier, but I think this would be a brilliant thing for your audience as well. It's like, let's try and think less and feel more. Mm. That's a really, really good takeaway for everybody today. Absolutely. And um, I'm going to make sure that all this is on the show notes, um, all of Caroline's details and social media. Um, so you can contact her but um, Caroline thank you I know you've got to go we're actually in um, real life we're, we're socially distancing don't worry but we um, we are in real life and um, I think I'm so glad that we managed to do it in real life because um, we're able to sort of capture Caroline's wisdom even more so thank you so much and all the details will be on the show notes see you soon So that is this week's episode done. I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'd love to know if some of the insights resonated with you or if there were some takeaways that you're possibly able to apply to your life. I would really love to hear your feedback and perspective on today's conversation as well. Perhaps we talked about a topic that sparks something within you or you have something to offer to the other listeners. Either way, I would love to hear from you. In order to help grow the Ambitious Mum community, and allow the podcast to be heard by other people, please do rate, subscribe and share it across your social networks. This will really help with the visibility of a new podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Coaching by Kate and do use the hashtag The Ambitious Mum Podcast so I can find your comments easily. So please do get in touch if you have any more to say. I'll also provide all links to my guests and my contact details on The Ambitious Mum show notes too. See you next week.